This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. months the days the years they're just going by so very quickly yes thank you so much for being here welcome to the melanated way i'm your host Linda and we have a very very special guest one of my favorites geo in the house up, hello geo hello how you doing how you doing how you feeling i'm fabulous so you guys first and foremost let's get some housekeeping out of the way support the show bottom of the screen you can see where you can support the show via cash app benmel paypal at linda so girly as well as we have super chat super stickers and super thanks available your support helps this show continue as well as i'm trying to get some like editing software and like just be on the come up so if you love the show support the show uh, that also being said, we are covering the Family Chantel, the season finale, season four, episode 14, the end forever, and ever, and ever, and ever, and ever, and ever. That poor. Unfortunately. Uh, shout out to the live chat. Y'all are popping over there, I already see. Uh, looking out at Better Day, C. Cruz, uh, Sly Cat, Joslo. Oh, Joslo, you're also reminding me to have some pictures. I will set that up shortly. How you doing, Gio? I'm doing blessed. I can't complain. Everything is good. Life is good, you know. But uh, about these shows, I've been going. I've been dragging the dog piss out. Of <laughs> 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 I've been dragging them for Phil for a while. <laughs> but yeah. I'm ready whenever you are. I feel good to be here. Blessed that I'm still here. You know, I woke up this morning. That's the main thing. And, um, you know what? Every day, all, all that. Absolutely. 
So let me just get this. Oh, let me get this part started. Um, and I'll put there we go. So then we have some some pictures for Joslo. <laughs> Pardon? I can't see it. Oh, you'll see it. I just hit it for right now. Oh, okay, uh, guys, okay. don't forget to like and subscribe. Make sure that you also are all following Geo. Uh, the first thing I want to say has nothing to do with the, with anything, but because I have your attention, I'm going to talk about it. As most of you guys know, I'm also an entertainment reporter. Uh, I just finished the press junket for the Woman Warrior with Viola Davis, and I need you guys to all mark September 16th on your calendar. The movie is breathtaking. The movie is, it will take your breath away. And I need you guys to all go and watch it. Bring your friends, bring all the females you know, and just bring everyone because it's based off of a true story and it's part of our history. And I just really think it's important that you watch it because it will change your life. Exactly. All right. That being said, let's get into Pedro and Chantel. All right. So Pedro finds Chantel at a hotel and he doesn't give a shit about Chantel. He doesn't give a shit about his marriage. All he's worried about is the money and says that she took it because she's a thief and she's going to go to Panama. She's going to open up some brand new account and he's going to be left with nothing. She's like, you know what? I didn't do any of that. I can't trust you because look at what you've done thus far. And so, you know, you took money out left, right, and center without telling me. So here we are. And then it says, look what you're doing right now. You're here. You're in the middle of a hotel. You tracked me. You were tracking me like a crazy person. And all of a sudden you show up. So then you guys, which is something that I want to talk to you about, Joe, and something I want to talk to you guys about in the live chat. So all of a sudden he opens her trunk and I was like, does he still have like a key fob, a spare key? Like I looked, 30 seconds earlier, the trunk is closed and all of a sudden he's digging through her stuff. He's looking into her, her trunk while her back is turned and he's like digging through and finding boxes of paperwork and all of this stuff. Gia, what did you think? And you are on mute if you don't know. No, I just muted myself background noise. I just had to mute myself. I didn't want to be rude on your channel, you know, with all the background noise. But uh, you're asking me, what do I think about the... Uh, about him digging into that trunk. Right. I mean, he messy. All he wants is money, and we already know that. He don't really necessarily, and he wants a green card. I mean, that's the no-brainer. It's obvious. If he was so smart, why didn't he get the green card while he been with Chantel? Why is it? Why did Chantel have to get him a green card? He could go out and get his own damn green card. He's, he was like, using Chantel for a green card and money. That's basically what he was doing. But all he had to do was just do this shit on his own, do his own research. He was too lazy to do it. So now look at him. Facts. I think that uh, he had an extra key. And while she wasn't looking, that's why he like said, let me find out whatever it is that he thinks that she's hiding. Right. So 
don't, said, but you got to think about it, Linda. I don't think he had no extra key. I think he just he 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 knew something to her car. Cause what kind of car she had? Oh, I don't even know. It was some type of car. He he went. He, you didn't see he was moving so fast. He got in the car and popped the trunk. He sure he was did. Moving fast. It man was moving fast, but because she was already there, so he was like. Like she walked off some and then came back and was like, I'm calling the police. And I, but I think he went through the trunk because he was already had access to the car. The car door was unlocked. Mm, Wherever else was at, yeah. I'm pretty sure Ballet was probably gonna come out and move up or something. So he just boom, he, he said, Oh, there goes Chantel's car. That's he got cool. out, he was moving around so bad. I heard the dope pop, I heard the and he boom, boom, popped the trunk and he was up in the trunk. I didn't think he had no spare key though. That's a car. Listen, if he didn't have a spare key, then that makes it worse, right? Because that just makes me feel like he's a scammer, scammer, right? So he starts looking through her stuff in the truck, says, this is mine, this is mine. He wants the account information because, again, at the end of the day, you guys, he's all about the money. And she's like, you know what? I would have given it to him. I will give it to you, but I can't trust you. You took out $6,000, and then you took an additional $5,000, I don't know where that money went, but we also already know that not only did he pay his lawyer for a retainer free, but he paid the deposit for a brand new apartment. So we can put two and two to two and two together to make four and be like, okay, that $11,000 went to the planning of leaving his wife. Would you agree, Joe? I could agree. But also I think that we like you just explained that he went through the apartment and did all that. When he did that ramaging after he moved out, technically he wasn't supposed to be going into the the, uh, the house after he moved out. But he, you see how he was so quick to ramage through all the stuff. Now say if he would have got the, if he would have got his half of the money, I mean technically if it's, it's, he's, his name is on the lease, but say if he would have if he would have got the money, he wouldn't have been up in that uh, the house. Listen. I already talked about this last week. He was ramaging and rummaging and going through that house like he was a crackhead. I only know from what I've seen on TV. I only know from what I've seen in real life in Los Angeles. Crack, that's what crackheads do. Crackheads go and they rummage through your shit and they get whatever <laughs> they can get so that they can go pawn it. And I personally said, Gio, that his behavior taking her Louis Vuittons, taking her red bottoms, taking a TV off the floor, taking routers. That's crackish behavior. That's crazy. That's crackhead behavior. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just saying. I said, I'm not calling him a crackhead, but that's crackish behavior. He grabbed a, he grabbed a stuff that he think he can pawn. You that's know it. <laughs> that's it. He's looking for some money. He said Crackheads do literally go in your house and would steal your clothes like if, it's, if they be like, oh, this is an MCM bag, I'm going to steal this and go sell it. Because, you know, MCM bag is like somewhere to $1,000. If you got the backpack, it's 1000 It's flat. You know, um, he probably was like, oh, I'm going to get all her. Uh, <laughs> he got her heels and everything. That right. Her sure. red bottoms. Imagine. She, you don't even know what size she out. takes. You don't know who, the what, the where, the when. But you're going to go ahead and grab some shoes. So that you can go pawn it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not saying he's a, he's a crackhead, but that was definitely crackish behavior. Now, what he could have did if he was smart, 
Because he know he got to eat. He get him in the refrigerator and packed him a couple items. You know what but I'm saying? But if he was smart, Gio, it wasn't even about the food. It was if you're moving and you you had the wherewithal, you had the mindset to rent a U-Haul, then you should go ahead and go ahead and get all the paperwork that you think you need. You have to get the banking stuff that you think you need. If you're not in true a crackhead, if it's true that you wanted an amicable divorce, then you would have done that thing. But you didn't because A, you were in such a rush to get out of there. You were in such a rush to like make your move because again, and you guys, I know a lot of you have come for me and you've said I've, I've drank the family shall tell Kool-Aid and Pedro's side of things. I don't give a fuck. I can tell you this. I know what a breakup looks like. And I also know when people are doing things for specific reasons. If Pedro had a plan in place and he was as smart as he thinks he is, he would have moved in a different way. So for him to roll up with a U-Haul, grab what he needed to grab, and then come back and scavenge through the house and realize like, oh, by the way, it's not in the material things because you were raised in a broken family where you're, you call your own mother a, a gold digger. You know that your mom likes material things. And so she changes her tune on a, a, a dime. But if you come from like a, a more stable environment, if you know, and even if you don't come from a stable environment, if you know the streets, you're going to be like, no, it's mm-hmm. not in the material things. It's in the banking it's in the paperwork and is in what you do next because as a Canadian, I know this. I don't even know what day it is, but I will tell you this. Thursday, September 8th at 6.20 p.m., what you're not about to do is beat me in the paperwork because America is all about suing. You got the paperwork, you can sue. You want to slip and fall, you can sue. If you want to have a divorce, you can sue. If you want to go to work and be like your rights are are not being protected you can sue america is about suing and and chantelle as an american knows that period that's that's real as it's gonna get and this is this is the problem i'll be having with um pedro period i don't like him and i haven't liked him since i tried to give him the benefit of the doubt when we were trying to find his dad you know what i'm saying well his daddy i'll try to give him the benefit of the doubt with that but then when he what I seen him do to Chantel was very uh it was a it was a very bad taste to my it put a bad taste in my mouth for him his my then how the way the ma jumped on it and how the way Nicole keeps attacking Chantel's looks yeah I don't like them at all and then, you know um this is another thing about Pedro how dumb he is if he was so smart you go with the oh this is how you know he wasn't raised around no Elder people, no elders that would teach him and mold him in the right direction. Because the ones he was raised around, they just want to get money and uh, just sleep with with anybody or any dude that got money. They don't even care. They'll have a baby with you and all just to keep the money flowing. Now, you heard his mama, his grandma, and Nicole basically agree with it. Now, with that being said, if he was so smart, his dumb ass would have kept his wife. Knowing that she cut, she basically, I could say they, what, they middle class, damn, they're rich. Like, you can look at Karen and Thomas and still, they not broke. They not doing bad at all. You know, like, 
<laughs> this man goes to sleep with a robe on and a, and a, and a hat. You know, like, come on. They not broke. <laughs> they not broke. We seen where River was driving. You know, how the way River be dressing. And look at Winter, how she dressed. So they not broke. But when it comes down to this situation, he was looking in on it. He was docile in the eye on uh, Nicole. and But he didn't expect to see the whole entire family like that. And that dynamic, that strong family, the same mama and the same dad in the household. There ain't no telling what uh his mama his mama uh Lydia probably told him uh like hey you know those people over in America you know these type of people right here you can get away with that especially if she has some oh yeah you can go over there and scam up about her shit and wrong he got it wrong though because you got to think about it we black we smart as shit you're not gonna come over to America and just think you're gonna play us your ass gonna get played you know what I'm saying and that's the way it goes and most of the time I ain't gonna lie to you melanated woman smart as shit they're not dumb you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're not dumb I'll, I'll say that i'll say that for facts when, okay so shout out to dustin dustin says i have a lot of opinions on this thank you so much for supporting the show with uh the super chat super sticker what i'll say is this you guys so first and foremost what we have to remember is that um and just in life a lot of us don't come from uh nuclear family right so raised with both the mom and the dad for year after year. And we have to not forget that Karen and Thomas have been married for 37 years, right? So her children only know a nuclear family. And not only do they only know a nuclear family, they know what it means to support one another. So if one of them is in trials and turbulations, they all rally together and support that person. Exactly. Now, you guys know what I've said on this show for plenty of times since the jump. We look at Lydia and we look at Lydia's values and belief system. Lydia has always ever been a side chick, period. She's never been married. She's never had her own husband. She had someone else's husband and then decided to have a baby with someone else's husband. And because she didn't want her two kids to have two separate baby daddies, she had a second kid. He never claimed her. He never said he was going to be with her. He had a full-on family. And so Lydia only knows the scamming ways. So what do you think over the years she's taught her children? And we look at the trials and tribulations that her children have. So first, let's look at Pedro. Pedro even admitted in this episode that this is his first real relationship he's never had a relationship before and so you look at that and you think and i've i've said this plenty of time you think of okay so you we all remember our first relationship whether we're in high school or university or whatever we learned a lot but what pedro didn't learn is the fact that oh he was always told it's about the american way go to america have a better lifestyle make all the money be rich everyone in america is rich and you'll make us rich and you'll make my the mom rich and the sister rich you can support us all and you can bring us all over to america so we can all be rich right which is indeed what lydia's goal has been since the jump she didn't want it she allegedly she's a lawyer but we've never seen her work and she even said a couple of episodes ago that Pedro Senior is the one that paid for everything, paid for her to go through school, all of the things, right? So she's not valuing relationships. She's valuing A, money, and B, what she can get out of a relationship. So 
you can't tell me that she hasn't put that on her children. And then we look at Nicole, who, you know, I can go on and on about Nicole, but at the end of the day, she has jealousy issues with Chantel. And she too is having problems with her relationship because her mom doesn't think that another immigrant who is, you know, on the grind making it in America is good enough for her daughter. It's not that she thinks that Alejandro isn't like the man. She thinks that he's not the American man who's rich enough to support what she has in mind for her son and her daughter. So mm-hmm. that's why she thinks that he's a scrub because mm-hmm. he too is an immigrant just like her. But guess what? He kind of is better than her because he made it to America without being on the back of being someone else's baby mommy. He ain't got no kids. Perhaps he, you know, did the marriage thing. We don't know. But at the end of the day, he's still <clears throat> own man. And Lydia has never had that. Yep. Because you know Alejandro is a citizen of America. That's he lives right. in New York. You know what I'm saying? So and it, and not gonna lie, New York, regardless of how people look at New York, yeah, it could be trash everywhere, little big old rats and stuff. But hey, it's expensive as shit to live in New York. You know what I'm saying? And LA is uh I would say LA and New York is kind of neck and neck with like rental wise, you know, like you know, Linda, LA is expensive as shit. <laughs> listen, listen, y'all, listen. It is no joke. It is no joke. <laughs> but you know, with Alejandro living in New York, I this this is why I see the scam going on, and why I see they really like Alejandro. They just don't want to say it because the only reason why she, why Lydia would like Alejandro, to be honest. Is because he lives in America and then she's looking at it like I can't stand his ass. Oh, he got the divorce. Soon as she see them divorce papers, she ain't gonna give a damn. She oh baby, go ahead and go with him. You know, uh, can I come to us? Uh, but she, but she gonna they gonna play it. They gonna play it. I'm telling they gonna play it and they gonna keep playing it because they don't have a storyline without Chantel. What are they gonna have with Pedro? Well, okay, so and a lot of people are thinking that this is the end of the family, Chantel. And I will tell you that I know for facts that we're in season four and I may or may not be supposed to say this. Okay. Well, I'll say it this way so I don't get in trouble. This show is not going anywhere anytime soon at all. So we're going into fall programming. And if you know anything about TV and how networks work and how um, picking up shows works, it, ha- it already happened. So has this show been renewed? Absolutely. Are we going to see more of the family Chantel? 100%. This show yeah. is not going anywhere. And I'll say it's this. It's coming back now. real soon, but I, I'm pretty sure it's going to come back in, I give it two months. By November. Yeah, by, the, by the end of the year, by the end of the year, we'll definitely be into season five. And even season five is not going to be enough for us to know what's happening. So all of you people that thinking the show is canceled and we're never going to see Pedro and Lydia and Nicole, you all are wrong. Why do people keep saying, look, look, that's what I want to ask you, Linda. Why do people keep saying that she date Drake? Uh, I mean, I don't know where you've been, Gio, but that rumor is out there and I support it 100%. Even though that Drake is supposed to be my baby daddy. You know, I don't know if you know, Drake is the biggest fan of the whole 90 Day Fat franchise. 
He follows many 90 Day Fiance accounts on social media. He, get, he gets involved with a lot of the 90 Day cast members. He's really good friends with Caesar. He sends Caesar stuff. They've talked on the phone. He slides into DMs. And so, you know. But you, how long you now? Hold on. So say if it's true, how long you think it's going to last with them two? I mean, we know Drake Champagne Poppy ain't. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> or. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm not thinking about the long term. What I'm thinking about is, you know what? Chantel's going through a divorce. She deserves to have a little bit of fun. She deserves yeah. to be treated Boy at the pampered. level of, of caliber of men that she wants. So whether it lasts two weeks, two months, two years, you know, if indeed that that rumor is true, she deserves to have all the fun because exactly. listen, when one of the things I know about Drake is that he ain't cheap. He's gonna spoil the person. He's gonna go above and beyond to make you feel special. So whether that means renting out Dodger Stadium so that you can have a one-on-one date, or if that means, you know, flying you from wherever you are to be, he gonna flew her out. That's it, to be wherever he is. And even even if he's not there, this fool flies out that woman to be where she wants to be. So let's say he's in Toronto, and she's like, oh, I want to go to a Bad and Bougie concert in Atlanta. Well, she's from Atlanta, so it doesn't make sense. I want to go to a Bad and Bougie concert in Nebraska. Guess what? He's going to buy the ticket to Nebraska and fly her and her friends out to have a good time. And he'll be like, hey, I'll see you in L.A. I'll see you in New York. And that's that's who he is. So it is what it is. I'm not mad at it. I want it to be true. It's just a rumor, but I wouldn't be surprised that he slid into her DMs and be like, hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. How you doing? Want to make sure you're okay from this whole divorce proceeding situation. If you need a vacay, I know you like them. I got you, boo. I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't be mad about it. So Pedro's pissed. He said that, you know, Chantel stole all his money out of the account. And she's like, no, I didn't steal any money. You're the one that stole money and I can't trust you. And she's like, just remember that I'm just and I'm fair. And I can't believe that that that's who you are. And Pedro says, just give me half of that money. That's all I want. Right. So this whole episode, he's talking about the money. Now, I'm going to pop up something that I don't know necessarily to be true so you guys know with my news and gossip and anything that i bring you you know that i bring you facts but i read this just before i came online and it's from deluxe lush in lieu of you're so sleazily on instagram and this is alleged i haven't been able to vet it but according to these two the trust fund that her mother karen established to pay each of her children a sum of $250,000 at specific trigger ages, likely at 30, 35, or 40. Hence why Chantel removed the $250,000 from the account. It was her trust fund money that she had received when she just turned 
8.30, which you're so sleazy says it explains a lot if this is true. Pedro didn't earn a quarter of a million dollars by working in a factory and by pretending to sell houses. Chantel didn't earn a quarter of a million dollars by working in a hospital for a year. Her mother is so overbearing and makes those comments, quote, harvesting the American dollar because she actually has assets to protect. Her mom may be kooky, but she's protected Chantel from this type of behavior. So I don't know if it's true, but it sounds true to me if you think about it, right? Because if you guys can recall, even just last season, Pedro was on Twitch playing video games with Nicole and other cast members and working at a warehouse. He ain't got no real job. And then for those of you that you're coming for me and saying, oh, Pedro put his career on hold. As an immigrant, that is not what happened. And I'm so sick of you guys saying that. When he came to America, he couldn't work for the first six months because he was an immigrant. He was waiting for his work permit and his green card. So while he was waiting, he was playing video games and kicking out of the house. Yeah, he may have cooked, he may have cleaned, he may have done all of those things, but don't try to tell me that he put his quote unquote career on hold because he didn't have a career. What actually happened was between Chantel and Mama Karen, they're like, he can't stay home all day every day and not do shit and just play video games all day and think he's gonna be like some oh, Twitch artist. He's got to go get a job. So guess what? He got a job as a warehouse after he got his work permit. His work permit, you guys, if it like, let's use our logic. Let's use our minds. Working at a warehouse for the last year and a half did not allow, and I'll give him this, the last two years did not give him $250,000. I don't give a rat's ass what warehouse you work at, how much overtime you did. You did not get $250,000. Okay. I think that was uh, Chantel's money. 100%, which is what, you know. Money. He probably got like, mm, I would say he probably got like a good 70000 out of that money. But I but, think the rest of it is Chantel's. I don't even think he probably got that much. I don't even think because like Sly Cat says, Pedro kept sending money to, don't forget, he's supporting his mom back home in the Dominican Republic and Lydia. So... Again, no amount of overtime is going to allow you, and any American knows this, unless you are already a millionaire and you've got a six-figure job, you ain't making 250000 or saving $265,000 in the span of a year and a half. You ain't won the lotto. You don't have a six-figure job. It's just not exactly. happening. And then to add on that you're sending money back to support your family back home, it's not happening. It's not happening. Look at inflation. Gio, I say this all the time because I honestly can't get over it as a Canadian. I love strawberries, Gio. I love them. I love strawberry shortcake. I love to make strawberry smoothies. I love strawberries. A little container of, I don't know, eight ounces costs $10, Gio. Where? Here in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> That's a damn lie, cause uh, <laughs> okay, I ain't so paying that much. I'll be I, paying. Like I don't go to like Sprouts or what's the other place? What's the other thing that people? Where's the other grocery store out here that the rich? Ralph's, Bonds, Gelson's. No, Gels, no Gelson's, and then you there's another Gelson's? one. No, I said, 
I said, I don't go to Gelson's. I don't okay. go to Sprouts. And there's a, um, what's the other one? Like Whole Foods. I don't go to those. Oh, Whole Foods, you go, of course you're going to spend $10 on strawberries and Whole Foods. Chew, I'm saying I don't go to those three places. I can, I'll go to a farmer's market. I'll go to Ralph's. And still that shit is super expensive for some strawberries. Exactly. Hella expensive. Not just hella, it's ridiculous. So I'm just saying, there's no way. Like with the cost of living, there's no way that he has saved up all his money. Joslo says maybe they saved it up over the last four seasons. Again, Joslo, you have to think about whether or not Pedro could actually work in the last four seasons and whether or not even with the TLC checks, like Sly says, they don't pay that well. It's not that. So you got to think about what this person is saying about trust funds and all of that. Chantel is the only one right now, you guys, that has, you know, a degree. She's the only one that is a nurse in an actual profession. So, you know, use your logic, you guys. Come on now. I can go work in a warehouse. I'm not making $250,000 even in four years. Stop playing, especially when I have two people to support back home. It's just not happening. It doesn't make sense. So I, my note says, you know, if he was so concerned about the money, and if he thought he was so smart and he finally made his move, he should have probably taken out the money that he needed before he moved. He should have probably taken the paperwork that he thought he needed before he moved. Instead of taking red bottoms and, you know, Michael Kors bags, he should have probably taken his K-1 visa process paperwork and any other thing that he thought that was more important. But But he didn't do that because his mind doesn't think like that because he thinks about the material stuff because that's how his mother raised him. Yep. So um, he starts complaining about you took all my paperwork and then you hit it and that's not right. And now you're trying to escape and Pedro's made this whole uh, situation where he believes that she is escaping with this paperwork and the money and running off to Panama to open up an offshore account where he can never see that money again. And again, show me the receipts, Pedro, that that's your money. Show me where you made half of 265000 because I don't believe it for one minute. What do you think, Gio? I don't believe that at all. Like, that the fact that she went over there, like, there wasn't nothing to do with the money. It's just she wanted to get away. She needed time, you know? She needed time away from him. And I can't blame her because of, look at what he, had the way he treated her. He don't care for that woman. He don't care really for her at all. Yeah, but that's what I think personally. I mean, I agree with you. I think that this was the long, the long con. This was, and and again, you guys, I'm an immigrant myself, so I kind of know how it works. And and all of you saying like, oh, he wouldn't stay for seven years. Well, don't forget, they weren't married for the full seven years. There's the courtship through there. There's dating through there and the green card process is a long process your path to citizenship doesn't happen overnight and i explained to you guys before and i'll say it one more time as an immigrant when you first get your first green card where you can actually work and get a social security number all of that 
It only is good for two years. It's probationary because they want to see what you do. They want to see if you're an active, um, not citizen, if you're active, what are we, a long-term resident. And if you're active and you don't need anything and no one needs to support you, then after two years, guess what? You have to get renewed. And even in that renewal process, they can deny you. After you get renewed and you get your next green card, then your next green card is good for 10 years. And that is why when people are talking about the long con, where why would he do this all of a sudden after five years of marriage? Well, it's because his two-year probationary was up. He didn't know that after three years, you can get your U.S. citizenship. He didn't know that. He didn't know that until the lawyer told him, right? So even if his mama's a lawyer and she had a whole long haul thing, they all didn't know that because you also have to remember year after year, depending on who the president is, the rules change slightly. So between Trump and Obama and now Biden, things have changed by the time he was here. So he didn't know what the laws were. He just thought he was doing what he was doing. So now fast forward, he thinks he's in the clear he thinks he, he has a little bit of a job. He's a real estate agent. And even Gio, him being a real estate agent, he friggin' took a 72-hour online class, passed the test, and now he thinks he's a fucking professional. He thinks he's the best real estate agent. Oh, Lord. Of Atlanta. Like, come on. Come on. The, the man thinks he really got some money, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. He probably got one little commission check and was like, woo, I am a professional. I I have this and the fact that Gio I, he I talked, can never I can never look what he say I can never Chantel I can never I can I can never get any you do 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 you to do anything here he what he the way he talk you know he be speaking broken and shit I can never I can never Chantel you never do anything you never do anything here right it calls think, her lazy you're I'm lazy sorry. can I'm we sorry, compare those lazy. things so. Chantel and anyone out there, and you guys, I respect you. All the nurses RN out there, I respect you because I know how hard that job is. Exactly. And we've been in a two plus year pandemic. And so I know how extra hard it is. So I give you all the respect, the frontline workers, all of this stuff. But guess what? Gio, it's not easy to be a nurse, especially if you're an RN. Listen. That's a hard Gio, job, man. That's she has Chantel man. has a BSN. She has a bachelor's. Okay, a bachelor's degree. So not only is she like, hey, I, she's not like, um, and this is no disrespect to anyone else. She's not like an LVN. She's not, she has an RN. She did the hard work. And yeah, the RN is the hard work, though. They call the you, you got to be on duty. Like, you got to go. You could be probably like off a certain amount of days. And then if they just paid you, you, you got to go. Like, that's automatic. You you might not even get no days off for a couple, maybe months. Think of, on- think of the pandemic. Ooh. So when he complains that she's on three days and off four days, well, those three days, she's not working eight-hour shifts. She's working 12-plus hours shifts. She got her degree during the pandemic. That's so it. So she was in the hospital. She was tired. That's I it. I seen her coming home with her clothes on. Like, That's it. Not even getting in the shower. I was like, yo, like she is beat. Exhausted. So I know he's not saying that she has no goals and aspirations and that she hasn't grown as a person. Meanwhile, she's the one, her and her mama pushed you off of your video game chair 
to do something with your life. And, you know, Gio, he got his first little commission check and thought he was the man. And he went off the rails. You know, he got you that, that little commission check he probably got was like ten thousand dollars, fifteen at the most. You know, because they only he only getting but two, three percent of if he sells a house, he has to go back and give like most of the money to his higher up, which is uh what they call that, the person who who trains you and who get got you who who owns like the uh the real estate the realtor, the realtor, yeah. The realtor, yeah. You gotta get your money, you gotta give the money to the realtor. Like the realtor really the one is just, just sitting back and just lining everything up. Yeah. You go in there, they already know that this person gonna buy the house. You're yeah. just selling it more, you know what I'm saying? It's just you selling it, so you're only making 15 grand to sell it. But it, when you're selling it, it's it's you that's selling it, your that's mouth, right. the way you talk, the way you dress, and the way you're approaching, that's all you getting paid for. The yeah. person who's setting the whole, you know, what I'm saying appointments up for the opening house, the uh, open houses and stuff. Well, you know, open houses they do that at first when people come in, you know, look at yeah. you tell them it, yeah. you're basically still a prop. You, you know, what I'm saying you're just like a button. That's all Pedro is is you just press the button and he ready to go Stop. because he ain't making it like that. But he tried to. What I don't like about it, he tried to say that half of that money is his. Chantel, no, it's not. And Chantel, no, this see, this is gonna be a real messy divorce because it's gonna get messy. This is the reason I'm gonna say this. He already been dipping and dabbling in that money and sending it all the way to the DR to his mama. Facts. You know, like he's been doing that. Yeah. Chantel been letting him do that because as long as he's with her, he's she's been fine with it. He's been doing it. That's why they ass is so messy jumping into it now. Remember, he was just in a huge argument with his sister ever since him and Chantel ain't clicking. Ain't it weird, a big-ass coincidence that he is back cool with his sister and now he back cool with his mama? Like, right. come on. Right. You ain't talked to your mama or your sister who is super jealous of Chantel, who all already has morphed how she looks to be like Chantel, and all of a sudden you're getting advice from those two fools? Stop it. So after Pedro left Chantel, uh, Chantel talked about how she shut down. She realized that if he could do this to her and abandon her, he could leave her with nothing. It's why she is saying like, you know, he would leave me under a bridge in a box and I would be with nothing. So yeah, I took the money. I opened up a new account without talking to him about it. And she's glad she did it. She has no regrets because she doesn't trust him anymore. And I feel the exact same way. Like everyone's like, oh my God, she stole the money. She stole the money. Well, no, it was a joint account. So anyone who's on the account, and I explained this last week. Anyone who's on a joint account can take out the money without the second person's permission. Mm -hmm. If you are a signature on an account, then you still have to get authorization from the person who owns the account to take out money. But that's not what this was, right? And for the simple fact that they had a joint business account, you know that that was Mama Karen and Papa Thomas advising them that this is what you need to do for tax reasons and all the things. This was a Pedro's idea. And so going back to what your sleazy or you're so sleazy said, I can actually believe if you now try to also use your logic, you guys, that yeah, perhaps if this was a trust that was established for Chantel, because all of a sudden there's a large sum of money in an account. So Oh, this was oh, you know what it could have been from? Remember when um I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm so sorry. No, no. But remember when um 
they uh basically when they went out to like meet their heritage, you remember how they, they all went together, Winter River, um Thomas and Taylor, they went to some they went what state did they go to? And they was talking about their uh their their history. Yeah. And, and uh Karen was talking about something about the money and the history and something and like that. And her dad and all of that, absolutely. Yeah. So but that could be that trust fund money from that. Listen, y'all, I don't know if you, you know, Atlanta, there are a lot of rich people in Atlanta that are set up for life and it's not brand new. It's, it's generational. And if you look at Thomas and Karen, they're no scrubs. So when they talk about their history and they talk about who their parents were and all of that stuff, again, you go back to could you believe it is a trust fund? Absolutely, because look Dang. at the history and look at who the parents are. So Pedro trying to dip into her trust funds? What kind of man is he? I mean, what kind of man just says, hey, I'm I'm going to have a better life and marry this woman because my mama told me I need to go to America and support her. And then eventually, like Mama Lydia said, she expects Pedro to sponsor her, bring her over to America and buy her a house. So what? Yeah, because it's like he wanted to use her for that money. He's seen that because he, if, if he wanted to see that, he would have been gone. Right. He would have been gone to something else. He's seen that heritage thing and was like, oh, this is it. And then, probably, you know, they married. He the saw the money. Everything. Yeah, he saw the money. He was like, that's it. That, that was his end goal. This is my goal. way out. I get a divorce. I get half and half because that's they it. didn't sign a prenup. That's right. They didn't sign no prenup. And then he got that little thing that he thinking about. Now I see what you're saying. I'm glad you brought that up because now I see I see the game plan now. I can see it. I can see clearly now. Clearly now the rain is gone. But <laughs> look. Uh, can I get a little rain in Los Angeles because this heat is killing me? That guys. part, please. This God. heat is killing me. I walk outside and it's like. It's like it's hell. And I know I said this to you guys before, but I have to continue to be a good Christian because if I dropped dead tomorrow and it went to hell, I would not survive because what I'm living in is, is hellish weather. It's so hot. You can't even breathe. It's hot air. You can't even like do a little walk without you sweating exactly. all, all like bullets. It's hot. It's hot. It's, yeah, it's more than just hot. We're in hundred and what twelve, and think it got up to like hundred and twelve or something like that. Like, listen, I try to go to bed, and it's like whatever time in the in the morning, and I'm like, do I have to turn my AC on again? And it's like two a.m. Because guess what? In my apartment, it's still ninety degrees. You know that? You, did you get that message in your phone? Yesterday? I got the alert. <laughs> I got the emergency alert and I told, I was telling my mama about this emergency alert. I was like, you know how they have Amber alerts, you guys, and your phone goes <laughs> up and everyone looks at it. Well, I was, I, first of all, I was hot. I was out <laughs> doing hot, what I needed to do for the day. I get this alert and it was like so dry, if that makes sense. It was dry. So I didn't actually even really read it. And so I was telling my mom, oh my God, <laughs> the emergency alert sent this thing about something about energy and all this stuff the power but, grid but so the way, like, you want me to explain to you about that what the power grid is that's a serious thing i know okay, but so the way they sent the alert you was so dry like they needed yeah. to be like they needed to hire me 
It was As like, a writer, I was. It was like turn off all your. No, <laughs> it was. I don't even think it was like that. Look, I sent it to my mom because I was. She was like, "Well, did you do anything?" I was like, "No, I actually didn't actually even read it because it was so dry." And and she's like, "Well, if you didn't read it, everyone else didn't read it either. So how is that going to work?" And I was like, "You're not wrong." So it said, "Okay, you guys, I have it right here." So that's the emergency alert. It said, yeah. "Emergency alert." Cal OES, conserve energy now to protect public health and safety. Extreme heat is straining the, the state energy grid. Power interruptions may occur, meaning rolling blackouts. Uh, unless you take action, turn off or reduce non-essential power if health allows until 9 p.m. But you know what? The that? person who sent that message, I would have told them, how about y'all turn off the damn grid where y'all at? You know what I'm saying? I would have said, all the AC. nah, Gio, I would have been like, y'all, pay attention. If you want your air conditioning to be flowing, then you need to make sure that it's at 78 degrees yep. until 4 p.m. Between 4 and 9 it gets super hot and everyone has their AC on. So go ahead and turn that shit down. If you don't want to have rolling blackouts where you have no AC, you're going to want to pay attention to this. Exactly. That makes more sense. I would pay attention to that. All of this, uh, no one paid attention. So guess what? No one did anything. Nobody did it. I turned mine off for like, what? How I could do it. I said, I said, I'm turning this thing back on. I don't give a damn if it ain't 9 o'clock. I'm not. This mug got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, turn that thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. My son couldn't sleep. Look, my, my one-year-old, he in there. <sighs> Eyes wide open. I'm like, uh-uh. Turn, turn the AC on. That, the AC been on all day. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> this shit been on. <laughs> Vanessa said it's going to get worse this weekend. No, it's supposed to rain. It's supposed to rain Friday, so that that'll chill us out. It's supposed to rain either the night or Friday. I see uh, that so for the first I time. Heard, I've been watching the news for the weather only. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I heard the same thing, but I heard that it's going to be like thunderstorms, and you know, California oh, thunderstorms in there in there in the rain and with the heat don't mix. It's wild. Plus, California doesn't doesn't. You all don't know how to drive. Well, you you lived in the Pacific Northwest, so that's different. But yep, you, the, you know it. Look, you listening. <laughs> but the majority of Californians no. don't know how to act in the rain. So people be driving too slow out here in the rain. They be like, because they're scared. They're, they're not used to it. Rain. I'm like, well, why are they driving fast like that? It's raining. Okay, they don't no know. Rain. <laughs> they don't know. They don't care. <laughs> don't well, it's because they don't know. They just. They're just, just so like. Let me not even get started. Okay, so I call this the high speed chase state because why we 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 have one of those every other day. <laughs> we looking on the news. Oh, they about to get away. Oh no, they not. <laughs> you know I mean, I think the chases are so stu- they're entertaining, but mm-hmm. you're either gonna crash or they're gonna put the spike strips out and then you're gonna crash and flip. Or you're going to run out of gas. Like, you never get away. So, like, why are we doing this? It's just to entertain us all. Anyways, let's go back to Pedro. So, Pedro, he's at the hotel. He follows Chantel because he's a stalker. He takes the boxes um, with some of his paperwork. And he's like, oh, my God, these are my, this is my application. These are my papers. It's a bag full of my K-1 applications. And, you know, all of this paperwork is mine, and she took it because she wants the power. And I was like, "What? 
because he's like, yeah, she told me she wants the power. And I was like, can you point out the episode exactly when she said that? Because she I watched never, it. She ain't ever said that. He ain't that. never said she that, Gio. She just wanted him. She wanted to help Pedro the whole entire time with everything that he needed help with. His ass, like you said earlier, was sitting up there playing them dumbass video games. Not, they're not so all video games ain't done because shout out to the ones who be playing Tekken, who be using uh like like uh Akuma, you know, like fighters and stuff like that. And they make, these guys are making hundreds, two hundred, some five hundred thousand dollars on tournaments. So shout out to those guys, you know, who actually are real gamers, not the ones who sit at home and supposed to be getting a damn job while they wife go out there every day and work their ass off. And they all they do is wash some little ass dishes, or, or wash the clothes, fold the clothes. That's simple shit, you know. Like, how many years have the women been doing that in the home? Well, listen, gaming is actually a real career. Uh, without like putting my brother out there, my, my brother is in the gaming industry, and it's a real thing. And yeah. they do amazing things. They, they, the they, they entertain millions upon millions of people and so model yeah. combat Tekken, nba Listen, the, uh, even the even the coders all of them all of them games i didn't seen so many tournaments and these guys are playing i seen one model combat tournament i watched it on youtube them dudes is paying for a million dollars you have a million dollars and guess what it was a black boy that won it i was like yo shout out to him you know what I'm saying? Like, shout yeah. out to him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my brother, my brother started in university where, you know, we, you know, we didn't come from a rich family. So we were all working while we were going to school. And he was like a basketball prodigy. So mm-hmm. um, at the time, they were using him for his moves. So, you know, when they're making a video game and they want to make it realistic and they stick all of those. Those both the lights on you in the green. Yeah, and then they watch your moves and then you shoot, you score all that. So that's what he was doing in university. And that's how he kind of came into the industry. Oh, he get um, money off of that? You get, that's a bag. Oh, Lord, Gio. <laughs> that's a bag. <laughs> I try to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying it's a real industry, and I have my I have. A I lot mean, but what, what when is Pedro gonna put on that same suit your brother was putting? On? Right, but <laughs> I mean, he can say that he was a Twitch gamer. Man, come, I mean, come of, on, but every some Twitch of, gamer ain't gonna know, make it though. But some of them make a lot of money. I mean, shout out to Kai. He he is he a Twitch gamer? You know, I'm pretty sure you know who Kai is Duke Dennis and them. Yeah. A&P group, I know about them. They cool. They fun. I watch them more because they funny. But uh, <laughs> I show Speed, another one. You know, uh, Aiden Ross. Like, come on, we, we talking about big people. You know. What I'm <laughs> oh my god, I just love having you on because you were so different but the same. It's, it's very funny to me. I'm just okay. being real. Uh, what's up, boy? Name that be with the Drake thing. He be like, man. He she be like, she be like. Drake album just came out. <laughs> I forgot. He was like, <laughs> he said, I don't know what these niggas are, but we, I ain't never dressed like this. He ain't never dressed like this before in his life. My life is together, nigga. I don't know what you're talking Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. outfit? Right. Speaking of outfits, one of the problems that we had with Pedro, right, is because 
like I said earlier in the show, he was all about the material thing. So when he was taking all that stuff out of Chantel's car, he was mm. worried about she took all the nice bags, all the nice things. And he thinks that Chantel is trying to deport him because she has all his paperwork. And he's assuming that she's taking all the documents to a lawyer. So he says she's into something and she's not a nice person, he says. So she's like, you know what, Pedro, you hurt me a lot. You've lied to me. You continue to lie to me. You've stolen from me. You know, if you wanted to work it out, you would have called me, you know, my number. I haven't had a call from you or a text from you since you told me you wanted a divorce. And, you know, I call you all the time. You never answer. And he's like, yeah, you never called me. No, Pedro, she called and she wanted to have a conversation with you, but you didn't want to. But as soon exactly. as money, but as soon as money is involved, you're missing work. You're missing commissions. You're roaming around the streets. You're stalking. You're looking at phone transcripts because you're looking for the money, right? Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't looking at naked. That shows you right there. He, didn't he look like shit the next morning when he called his mom about the money? He was looking in the bed. <laughs> What's going on? She took that money. She took the money. That's it. Oh, she took the money. He was looking like a sad dog. You hear me? Scrub. It was a sad day in heaven for that man. Scrub. <laughs> Scrub. <laughs> so he can he alleges that she's trying to get out of the country with all the money and everything that she took, meaning money, paperwork, all of that stuff. He thinks she's trying to escape. And she's like, you know what? No, I'm not doing any of that. I'm fair. I'm just, I just don't trust you. You spent all this money. You haven't said anything. All of a sudden you wanted a divorce. He sprung that at me out of the blue. And then he's like, well, why are you at a hotel? And you left the cat by itself. You left the house. You're no, trying please, to- but, uh, Linda, man, I ain't trying to talk about, about animals or nothing like that, but that ain't my cat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We ain't together no more. <laughs> um, Geo. F middle finger that cat. You hear me? <laughs> I don't care about feed no cat. This ain't my cat. I don't even care if it was a dog, a mouse, a snake. If it ain't mine, it don't belong to me. That belongs to you. That's your, ain't that Pedro's cat? Listen, Gio, I can't really talk um, logically about cats. And you guys, again, don't come for me. But if you, you know me, you watch my shows, you know, I just, I don't fuck with cats. I think they're terrible. It's a, it's a, you know why? It's the Egyptian. If you go back into Egyptian mythology, you learn about a lot about cats and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I. Uh, and I've gone and every you know Vanessa, Sly Cat, Sea Cruise. They will tell you like I don't fuck around with cats. I'm sorry, you guys. Actually, I'm not even sorry. I don't like cats. I don't fuck with cats. I don't think they have a purpose. I I am not about to have some shitty ass cat litter up in my house stinking it up. You know, I've had a very bad experience with cats, and that's not the only reason. I just don't know what their purpose is. You can't walk them. They. They fight you, they meow. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. No, thank you. So if that wasn't Chantel's cat, she's like, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, fuck your cat, bring your cat. You had time to rent a U-Haul, <laughs> but you and you couldn't pick up your paperwork, your K-1 visa applications, the money out of the account, and your shitty ass cat. 
then that's yep. on you, dummy. Like, hey, look, cat. I know we was we went through some shit for a couple times. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's on you, dummy. Pedro, you better come get your cat. <laughs> like, and, and then it's the thing. Since they locked the doors and changed the locks, what happened to the cat? You see, he ain't worried about the damn cat. You hear me? He ain't worried about that damn cat. He worried about that damn money. He, he don't give a damn about that cat no more. But he looked at that cat, seeing that cat, and was like, where the money at? Let me go up. He went upstairs and got everything else except the cat. Listen, you ain't having sex for a year, but you want to talk about your shitty-ass cat? You have your priorities messed up, my friend. That part, you better give me some. Something. You better get me some quick. That part. Fuck you and your cat. That part. Vanessa said, said that That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Vanessa said, Linda would have said, F that gato. And Tanya said, I have two, but never again, I swear. Yeah, cats will mess you up, bro. I'm telling you, I, I remember when I was a kid, I tried to grab a cat and that thing. I was like, oh, Lord, let me not. I know better now. Flycat <laughs> said, my sorority had kittens. Oh, Lord, no thank you. As one of our symbols, so that's why I'm known as Flycat. I like your name, Flycat, but I'm just not fucking around with cats. No thank you. No thank you. Yeah. And don't come for me. I don't I don't need to hear it. I'm allowed to not like cats, you guys. You may love them. <laughs> you may have a household full of cats. You may have all the catnip, kitty litter, walking your cats, all the things, sleep with your cats, let your cats lie up underneath you. That's Hell not no. me. Do you I'm know cats lie on your face? When you sleep, they they literally get you know the only cat I really like are Panthers. I don't I now I own a Panther. I don't want no domestic cat in my home trying to sleep on my face when I'm Ew, sleeping. Ew, and you know how cat you know why I know why cats are so dirty, Gio? You know why cats love you? You know what they do? What? They stick their nasty ass butts up in yep. your face because they want you to face. smell them. Ew, nasty. Your poo-poo comes out of there. No thank yep. you. They the rub it too on you. They don't have to in. clean up in your kiddo no they you know rub it and they purr they be like oh no. Oh no! With it in your booty, with it. In, uh, so I can just imagine Chantel was already about done with his ass. The cat probably all up in the bed. And then you know, in this pandemic, I know a lot of y'all are nasty. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, but not sorry. I know a lot of y'all don't shower every day. You're letting your cat, who's roaming around, going outside, tracking in all that shitty <laughs> shit from outside, but then you let them lick up on your face, crawl up all over you, go into your clean sheets in your bed. So no thank you. And then you can't stop them though. Like if you even try like the reason why I don't have animals because I'm afraid for my kids. You know, like I, I don't trust the dog cat, none of that. Like most I get is probably a fish. I don't even trust the fish. What do my kids decide to want to dive in the tank? And the fish bite my child's fang off. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, trust that. Gio, bro. a fish is not going to... Gio. I trust the turtle. Gio. I mean, I don't trust the turtle. Gio, I don't okay, now, now, you're, you, now you're not bringing some legitimacy to our argument. A fish is not going to bite your, your child. It might. <laughs> no, Gio. No, Gio. Your fish is... No. This is not you know what I'm saying? Suck on him to death. <laughs> okay. okay. Here's what I, I love dogs. I love dogs. Yeah. I think that dogs can be very loyal in families. I think dogs can be very um, responsible and allow children to understand responsibility and, and, and free loving. And, you know, there are other animals that I think are great. 
Yeah. If we're going to just talk about cats again, and you guys can come for me because I'm good on it, actually, to be honest. But tell me what the purpose of a cat is. Like, tell me what value that cat brings to your family. Because honestly, um, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. But cats will. Oh, I ain't going to lie to you. Cats will defend some shit if they have to. Like, they have to defend shit that that belongs to them yeah they defend but guess what when you even want to go and wash their nasty dirty ass outside walking no good for nothing bodies they're gonna scratch you you want to you want to you know and i know there's like the whole argument about trimming their nails and all that stuff but when when they go and fucking scratch the fuck out of you and you have a scar on your your nice normal body because your cat is an asshole no, no, thank you. Yeah, Hold no, on. thank you. The dogs lick their privates and then lick your face too. So <laughs> what's the difference? But the, you know what? Dogs and cats got the cleanest mouths in the world. They say dogs got the cleanest mouth in the world. Listen, Joslow, I yeah. love dogs. Okay, but what you're not about to see me, Linda, and we do me. Me is allow like any everything. fucking dog to lick up on my face. I'm not kissing mouthy mouthy with my dog. It's still an animal. That's on y'all. Y'all do That's all Kevin that. Kevin Gates, though. You got to blame Kevin Gates for that pressure. Y'all do all that stuff. <laughs> this this Canadian doesn't do any Linda. of that. <laughs> Linda, you know who Kevin Gates is? Yes, I do know who Kevin see, Gates is. He, he, he literally, literally, go back a video a couple years ago, that man was licking his dog in the mouth to my pressure. But <laughs> and I'll say to this, it's because he's lonely. He ain't, ain't, lonely get, shit. No, he ain't getting no real action. So you're letting that animal kiss up on your face in in response to what you's not getting. That man That's my opinion. Freak. You hear me? He real life a freak of nature. <laughs> You freaky as hell. You have to lick it on the dog. Oh, Lord. We are getting sidetracked. Let it, <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. Okay, so Pedro thinks that Chantel's trying to go to Panama with all this money and, you know, tracked her down to the hotel. She calls her mama because Mama Karen is the business. And I will say this, you guys. Some of y'all are fucked up. Some of y'all are assholes. You guys talk so much shit about Mama Karen saying you hate the show, you hate family Chantel, you hate these, you hate all the stuff. And for years, and I see it on a regular, on all of my channels, on all of my social medias. And then guess what? Look what happened. The nuclear family that has been married for 37 years who, who support each other and love each other. And I get it. A lot of us don't know that normalcy. A lot of us don't know that protection of family over everything. So you don't know what healthy looks like. So instead, you're saying that she's overbearing and she's a loud mouth and she's this and she's that and she's this and she's that. But then guess what? When she hit the fan and she was there for her daughter, left her husband is like, no, I'm going to sleep at my daughter's house until she needs me. Now all of you guys are fans like, oh, I hated Mama Karen before, but I can't believe that Pedro did this and I'm all for all the things, you guys, is because y'all don't know what healthy looks like. Exactly. That part. So exactly. she calls her mom. 
Mom's worried about her. Pedro's like, why are you calling your mom? You tell her everything. And and Chantel's because, you know what? She's worried about me and she loves me. And because you come up from a shitty family where your mom, A, is a shitty individual, wouldn't tell you anything about your, your daddy, wouldn't support you in finding your daddy so that you can have answers and feel whole, wouldn't support you in your journey with your wife. And then because I say this every episode, because I'm still stuck on it, has a daughter, tells her own daughter, Nicole, that she's not worth half a penny to her face. But you want to tell me that you know what normal and healthy relationships look like? Get out of here. So her calling her mom is because when you call your mom, your mom and your sister are mean girls. Your mom and your sister are con artists. Your mom and your sister are gold diggers. And you don't know any different because you haven't been in a real relationship per your own words. Exactly. And I don't like that. The fact that they, they try to put Karen down. Cause for a minute, I didn't like Karen, you know, for a minute I did. That was like season three, season really? three, season. No, it was season four, season two. I think season two, I didn't care for Karen. I didn't really care for Karen, nobody. I just was on the spectrum of dragging. The only people I really cared for nope. was River and Winter them, and Thomas. I like, but I always cared for Thomas. I just didn't like the fact Karen was always in the situation, but now I see why Karen was Listen. always in her daughter's business because in, in her kids' business because she was seeing flags that they're not seeing. So they might have took me a while to catch on to that because, you know, Karen's a she's older than us. You know what I'm saying? Like we're millennials and stuff. So she's yep. older than us. So I'm like, damn, I never looked at I, maybe I was looking at Karen wrong the whole entire time. You were. This shit, though, this season, I was like, I like Karen. I was like, I like Karen. I, I done changed my whole perspective of Karen and now the way I look at her. I like the fact that she hung her ass out that window and was like, how may I help you today? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> First and foremost. For the record, I've loved Karen since day one. I got it. I got it. You know, I have a mother that will do and does everything for me for yeah. the simple, pure love it of, of it all. And I will, I'll, I'll share something with you guys that I haven't shared that I think is funny now that I look back at it. So, you know, throughout my life, I've traveled a lot pre-COVID and before, you know, life was like crazy. I would travel a lot. And go back home. And one time I go back home, Gio, and my mom is in a room full of other females that I don't know any of them. And they're braiding my mom's hair. They're friggin' having tea, like a tea party and all chit chatting and giggling. And I'm at the door and I'm like, what? In my head, I didn't say this. And, you know, sorry, mom, I'm saying this out loud. But I was like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) And my mom's like, oh, these are all my adopted daughters. And I was like, you have one daughter and that daughter would be me right here. I don't know who all these fools are, but do you know what I mean? Like having a healthy relationship with your parents is sometimes rare for a lot of people because a lot of, no one teaches you to be a parent and no one teaches you to be a healthy, happy adult. And so oftentimes you know, the children are the ones that unfortunately are the recipients of some messed up. Yeah, because you can look at it like Pedro as a man, he was a born around man, like a, a father figure. 
fortunately, in my case, I, my dad wasn't there like that, but I knew of him. I talked to him and stuff. My dad was in them change, you feel me? But I was, shit, we had them come say, and he was in my life too. He made dad to beat my ass before, you know what I'm saying? Like, he taught me how to be tough and be thorough and not snitch and not do all. He taught me all the, the tough shit. My mama, she was like more teaching me little tough stuff, but then she was on. She would be on my ass, and then she would uh, be loving me, you know, like, oh, I love you, baby. You know, you're my only baby. Y'all my <laughs> only babies. And, you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn. like So that taught me I need to be caring, too. I have to balance this shit out, you know, like. But Pedro, he doesn't understand that a, a man needs to love a woman because look at the way he's treating Chantel. Yeah. You want to stay with your wife. His yeah. dad, he's obviously, j- I'm, I can agree with what Chantel said. You are just like your father. Yeah. Now I see what she was saying. He is exactly like his father because of his father was dating his, was sleeping with his mama, getting his mama pregnant while being married to a whole another woman and just left her ass alone and didn't even deal with her no more. Yeah. It's kind of the same similarities is there. He's going to leave Chantel because she has all this money now. He think he can get half. So he going he gonna, to he gonna chat on her ass. But he yeah. ain't getting shit. Cause they gotta pay for this man every other. They gotta pay for this man every month. It's a grown ass. We talking about a grown ass man that I'm finna sit up here and pay for. Okay, I need to say a couple of things. So C Crew said I came from a broken home, but I broke the cycle for my children. I think that is beautiful, and that's exactly what we need to do, right? right. So we learn from our lessons. And then we say we want a better life for the future and the younger generation and the people that we're bringing into the world. So shout out to C. Cruz. Blessings. Amen says hello from West Af- West Ghana. At the sir. At the sir. Blessings. Which, you know, how are you in um, English? I was about to say in Canadian. So shout out to Blessings from, from my home country. I like his name. That's dope. Yes. And then... Yes. Um, who, what guy? Look at this guy. G- what guy? What's that? I'm with you. But uh, she's talking about me. But, oh, uh, what it do? Peace and love with you, Marsha. Thank you for coming through the live. You know, me and Linda up in here, Linda, like a big girl. Teddy in the city. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. I don't know what language that is, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what did you just say? Now I said this. I always say this. Uh, and when I was doing my social media thing, like on live me, I used to always like say, "Oh, we live like a big girl tent in the city when the skinny ones outside wait, wait, looking can you, pretty." Can you, okay, slow down. Huh? You're living like a who? <laughs> I say okay. I'm slowing down. Yeah, I don't get offended by this, but this is some real shit. Well, this you can't, Gio. You cannot get offended because you're the same person that gets okay. mad at subtitles. Look, look, no, I, oh no, it's different though. When people doing up some blitters, I'm on their ass. But uh, okay, so what did you say? You're living what? I said, look, we litty like you a litty? big girl titty in the city when the skinny ones outside looking pretty. Now that's it means. I'm basically giving props to any woman who have any type of breast period in the world, any type of woman. Any type of what? I'm I'm giving I'm getting, basically saying I'm lit. You ever heard the song by uh Gorel or Gorel? What's her name? The girl who just I have no idea. Nope. The lights get let's go at the red light. Uh no. figure free. You know what I'm saying? You know that's okay. Well, that's what I'm meaning by we lit it. 
like her, how she outside with her big friends, the skinny friends. They outside at the red light. They lit it like big girl titties in the city. When the skinny one's outside looking pretty, like she the skinny one, when she looking pretty. But the big girl just added out the, you know, let's go. She twerking at the red light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that we lit it like that. That's basically what I'm saying. That it's 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 uh it's slang basically. It's some tr- but I understand it's slang, but what the fuck does it mean though? <laughs> what are you saying? Are you saying <laughs> the big girls are partying and their boobies are showing and the the skinny it's, it's just are- a saying. So say if we was at the Mardi Gras. This is what it's saying. Saying we is at the Mardi Gras and they throwing beat. All the girls got their boobs out. They don't care how. Can you talk slower so I can understand what the hell is going on? <laughs> Look, say if we had the Mardi Gras, because this is where I get it from being from Louisiana. We was at the Mardi Gras. You're throwing beats. And then yeah. the beads is going on all the women. They got their breasts out. Oh, they, you know what I'm saying? They, oh. And then they got, the, they got the small ones out. They got the big ones out. They got the medium-sized ones. They don't... You ain't even paying attention because you drunk too. You just seeing Tidland. So you're like, oh, they lit. That's how lit it get. You know what I'm saying? It's a situation. And it gets so lit to where some of them girls, they go to the apartments and be flashing everybody. Like one of the recipes, Grandma Lucy, we was coming through the apartments. And one of flashed my grandma. <laughs> Woman flashed my grandma. <laughs> like <laughs> my grandma was like, "Oh, baby, y'all turn your eyes." I'm like, "I ain't turning nothing." <laughs> but yeah, that's what it means by being litty, like a big girl titty in the city when the skinny ones outside looking pretty. That's it. It's just a lit saying. I know you probably like, "What the hell, Geo? Is you talking about?" So midwife Crystal, who knows that I'm obsessed with Uncle Boozy, says Geo speaking Uncle Boozy, which now all totally makes sense. Marcia says, Linda, abort mission. Canadian, she lost, lost. I keep forgetting that you is Canadian, but you know what? And, and you from Canada, right? Yeah, from Canada. That's what being your, Canadian means, Jim. Your whole life in Canada, you ain't never heard no slang like Drake. What Drake be teaching y'all? Drake, Drake has some slang. Drake too. doesn't talk like you. Yeah, Drake don't show talk like me. He sure talk he. like the grassy. Right, yeah, and I watched all the Degrassi's. I watched the grass too when I was a teenager. That shit was popping, you know. But um, uh, yeah, I can get it. I can get now why you don't understand what I'm saying because y'all do have a uh a slang over there. Like y'all got y'all own slang. You know, Smiley. You know, Smiley the rapper. Uh, that's from Canada. <laughs> I wanna grab me. <laughs> that's not how we talk. Okay. No, that's how he was talking. He was rapping. In the I'm slang. just saying that's not how we talk. How y'all talk? Y'all got a slang though. Y'all got a little accent. Because we're Canadian, we speak Canadian. But no, I'm saying you don't. I, I haven't. I, I, you sound like somebody from America to me. But if you do speak totally like like your, your your uh the words you say are totally off. Like like if it not off, but oh, they're like, off. 
It's so not it's different. No, nah, they ain't off off. But I'm saying it's different than how the way a natural, like a regular American person would say. Oh, it. so now I'm not a regular person. No, you're not a re- you're not an American. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to you. Y'all, you just <laughs> said the way I speak is off, not like a regular person. I ain't saying it like that. Hold on. <laughs> well, uh, look, I'm saying it like this: the way you talk, Linda. Is totally different. You sound American, right? You sound like you from America, but you talk like your words and stuff. It'd be so proper to like too damn proper. I'd be like, how oh, now I talk too damn proper. Yeah, I'd be like, how the hell is she talking like that? I'm, I'm, I know I'm black, like damn. <laughs> but shit, in Canada, y'all talk totally different. Because Drake even talked different too. Now he's black too. Hold on. Look, Drake is black. But do you hear how Drake act? Aubrey? Do you hear how Aubrey (laughs) talk? You guys, I've lost control of this whole situation. I don't even know what we're talking about right now. Proper English, Linda. You don't speak Ebonics. Pow! You hear me? Hold on. Look. Pow. Look. Okay. So I'm going to give it to the people. the connect in Canada, they can speak hella proper English. Most likely, us in America, we don't speak. Um, I spit out my drink, <laughs> Canadian. So, you from Canada, yeah, facts. But, uh, <laughs> well, look, <laughs> well, look, I'm saying, I give it to Canada, even people in England, they can speak real. English, you know what I'm saying? That shit comes out good compared to us in America. <laughs> you got the north, south, east, and the west. We all speak different. Shit, you even got Florida. <laughs> they be like, oh, I hit a fucking park. I'm like, what the Everybody say back different. You got people on the East Coast. You got people in Baltimore. They say two. They say, you going to go down there? Two. I'm like, man, what is two? You what? Yeah. The, we all speak different in America. I don't know what the hell happened to us. But uh, y'all got it over there in Canada. Everybody speak the same shit. Y'all understand each other. We, we fucked up over here in America. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> But it's all good. You hear me? It's all good. But yes, you, you, I was shocked that you didn't even understand when we live in like a big girl tent in the city with the skinny ones outside look pretty mad. I ain't know what I ain't think I thought you do. <laughs> all right, let's get to talk back about Pedro <laughs> because <laughs> you over here crying. <laughs> You said so much. I, I'm really gonna have to just take a minute after this and absorb it all. I'm gonna read the comments while you uh taking your minute. It's safe. Okay, okay, so do that. So <laughs> I'm from Norway. I like what I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you from New Orleans, so y'all speak a little bit different now. Now y'all be like bad, bad. You know what I'm saying? Y'all talk totally different than us in street poker. So it's all good. We and then we ain't number eight hours away from each other, but it's all good. Uh uh. How you say your name? E E Lloyd. 
what the Eola Ray. Yeah, Eola Ray. Thank God I speak proper English. That part, you hear me? Like, I give it to you. You might need to, I need to go to proper English classes. Just <laughs> 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 be real. <laughs> I might need to go live in Canada for a couple months, you hear me? And just go straight to class. Come back over here talking totally different. Y'all can be like, what happened to your accent, Gio? Uh, I was in Canada, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I wouldn't even say you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, I uh, What they say? Finna? I say finna a lot. I'm no, finna go down the street. No, no. I know you don't even know what finna means, no. do you? Uh, it, Fit, means I'm, it means to, I'm right? about to. Fitting to. It means I'm about to, but finna is the fastest way you can say it. So I'm finna go down the street, you know what I'm saying? Uh, get down. Okay, there. so since we're going there, and I've obviously lost control, let's completely talk about that for a second because grammatically that doesn't make any sense, right? So you're finna go down the street, which really, technically speaking, means you are about to go down the street, right? You wow. want to go down the street. You're fixing to go down the street. But what does that even mean? You're fixing. You just said a slang word, though, fencer. I'm finna. I'm finna. Well, that's the same thing. Finna, fencer. It's the same thing. But it's not. What does that even mean? Finna? F-I-N-N-A? No, I'm asking you. I understand. But if we're going to talk like grammar, that's not a word. I know it ain't a word. <laughs> Somebody made it up. It wasn't me. Yeah. Right? Just... So I'm actually asking you, like, what does that even mean? Like, I'm finna go down the street. You're thinking I mean, about finna, it. You're about to. You say, I'm, finna, I'm finna go down the street. That means I'm finna hurry up and get my ass down the street. I know. Yeah. So, then, so since you know those other words, why would you not just say that? I don't know. Sometimes it just come out. It just come out because, I mean, I was born in Louisiana. All my people from Louisiana, you know what I'm saying? So all my family, all my family from Shreveport. I got a couple family members in Texas on my dad's side in Dallas. But uh, that's how the way we spoke growing up. And I came up to Washington. I didn't understand shit when people was talking about. I was looking at them like, what? <laughs> right, right. I, I, like I said, I will not forget that you told me that I was not speaking regular people's English, <laughs> and that I was Canadian. Does that mean that I'm from Canada? I will not. I will never forget <laughs> that shit. Like not ever. So let's get back to Pedro. Let's get back to Pedro. So <clears throat> Pedro thinks that Chantelle has stolen all this money from him. And that she's trying to say bad things about him. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, you know, did she ever even love me? No, she didn't. She was all about the men, the money. And because the police were called, he takes off. So he takes off. While he's driving away, he calls her. And he's still on the money thing. He's still on the immigration paperwork. And she's like, you know what? I did it because I can't trust you. She's like, you took out all of this money for rent for a new apartment for the the lawyer and the divorce paperwork and i don't know where any of that other money would have come from or gone to and if you think about it geo that makes sense because what did he do the next day after he left chantel he went shopping for apartment stuff and yeah. he wanted to draw that money out of the account so 
who knows? He probably went to like a Target or a Walmart and was like, I'm going to furnish my whole apartment. That's going to be another $5,000. Oh, and then, oh, he's not working, he said. So he's going to live off of that money. So yeah, 5000 after 5000 after 5000 you're going to drain an account. And yeah, that money is going to be gone sooner than you think. Because that wasn't his money to begin with. That's why he's easily spending it. Absolutely. And so then he goes on to say, <clears throat> that why is she trying to escape with the money? You know, you're trying to go to Panama. And she's like, no, this was a pre-arranged trip. It was Destiny's birthday. We were already going to go there. And Pedro already knows that by his own words, she takes like 10 vacations a year. So why is he all mm -hmm. of a sudden surprised by this? Exactly. So <clears throat> a fight ensues. And then um, Chantel's like, you know, if you would have taken care of me as your wife, and as your lover, as your partner, then we wouldn't be here. And then he has the audacity, you guys, to say, why are you begging to be with me? That's what he said. Why are you begging to be with me? This is what I don't get about Pedro. Why would he say his wife at the time when she was his wife? Is she trying to keep her marriage? She's yeah. not trying to beg you to be with you. She just want to keep her marriage. And, and you so much of a dumbass that you don't see when a woman really loves your ass. They might can say it years ago that they want to divorce your ass, but they ain't going to follow through. If she don't follow through with it, man, she love your ass. I don't care what anybody tell you. Oh, she don't love you. And this, this, she loves your ass. You know what I'm saying? And you messed that up because right now it seems like to me, if she got Drake blowing up her line, that means she must be going through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, like. Right. You were trying to lift her up now because you failed to do that. So That's yeah, right. I don't feel bad for uh Pedro at all. F Pedro. Yeah, neither do I. Neither do I. And then you know what? <clears throat> Chantel's like, you know what? You can look for that money, but you're never about to find that money. Um, and he's like, Well, please put that money back so that I can have my half. And again, he hasn't proven that half of that money is his. He just thinks because he he's been married to Chantel, that he's been told by someone, well, you get 50-50 of everything that you guys own. That's his mentality. And Chantel's like, you know what? Good luck to you. I have no regrets. And, you know, he thinks that she's never going to find another man like him. Guaranteed. She's going to find Better. Drake, hello. Some doctor, some lawyer, some engineer, whomever. Chantel's a beautiful woman. She's smart. She's educated. She's not going to have a problem. Yep. Chantel was smart by saying that you ain't going to ever find that money. That's I right. Like that. I like that. And then what I thought was interesting is that Pedro said, well, maybe I didn't really want to divorce. He said, maybe I wanted peace and whatever I needed. But then she took the money. So he did all of this stuff put all of this stuff in place and saying, well, maybe I didn't really want to divorce her, but guess what? All of a sudden that money's gone because that ultimately is what drives him. He only cares about money. So the money is gone and he spiraled, right? Because at the end of the day, guess what, Gio? She beat him at his own scam game. His yeah. scam game was to leave her, take the money, have his new life, do what he wants to do, live independently. And she was like, oh, you know what? Guess what? You thought I you had one? I got you. Exactly. 
I got the money now. Who got the money? I, I got, got the money. <laughs> What's that song? Money, 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 money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's an old school song, too. So I know some old school. Okay. Okay. I mean, I know all the slang, but I know some good music. Uh, so then... He's like, you know what? He feels like between going ahead and getting a divorce, so he pays the retainer. And I told you guys last week, uh, Afia, who is also uh, West African from Ghana, that's his lawyer. He pays her retainer fee. He files for divorce. And so that means they're going to do all the documentation summons complaint and then the final review if he's good with it then they're going to serve Chantel. so they're going through that and so he's doing all this documentation and he's acting like he's like upset about it but he's still actually doing it and the thing about pedro that like pissed me off is like you've so told Chantel like a hundred times that you're going to get a divorce yeah. but then you decide that it's important for you to show up at the house to remind her that you're going to get a divorce we all didn't need to see that. Y'all, you didn't. Why? Because guess what? Go back to what you said earlier. Maybe you really didn't want to divorce. And now that Chantel has the upper hand, you're tripping because you may be left with nothing. And then you're worried that this whole scheme that you put seven years into may fall apart and your mama's going to be mad because she didn't get to continue to harvest the American dollar. Your sister's going to be mad because she's so jealous of Chantel. She's not going to be able to see what Chantel looks like so that she can keep up with the Joneses. It's going to be a mess for you. Yep. You're real dirty. Dirty, dirty. <laughs> About to get down and dirty, you hear me? <laughs> so Chantel goes to uh, Panama for the birthday, comes back, and you know, she hasn't processed her feelings. She was out there for five days. She's talking to her bestie saying, you know, she can't believe that this is actually happening. Finds out that, you know, they have a shared plan, her and Pedro, and Pedro's turned off her phone. And so she can't make any calls because he feels like he can't afford it, which, mm. you know, super fucking petty, in my opinion. What do you think? Is that petty? That was stupid as hell for him to turn her phone off. Like, he's really literally trying to drain everything from Shadil. This is how you know when a man ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't shit. You yeah. ain't shit. You ain't ever been shit. Your mama, your daddy, nobody. And this, this is at the point to where you literally can say, your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, y'all ain't shit. All y'all ain't that shit. That part. You getting that from them. You cut my phone off. It did, that's what his rebuttal, his, uh, rebuttal was. That oh, I remember when it when it what was it the third episode of this season? Oh, I bought Chantel her, her I bought a phone every year. Right, a brand new phone every year. Right. What's up? What the what the ever what the what the fuck is a phone compared to paying mortgage? You right. Know what I'm saying compared to paying a car note. You know what I'm saying? You got to be right. and that car note gonna be more than that phone. You're only spending a couple, not even a hundred some dollars on a phone a month. And you know what? Let's just be real. In America, you know, these plans that they have where it's like the upgrade where you pay like $30 or whatever. And every year that iPhone has a new phone, you automatically get the new phone. So you're 
literally leasing a phone and the new phone forever. That's probably what it, what he was doing. He wasn't shelling out seven, eight, nine, a thousand dollars every time there was an upgrade. He was like, I'm on this phone plan. My phone plan includes this extra thirty dollars so that every time there's a new phone, I get the upgrade. That's what he was probably doing. Like let's That's be, some bullshit though. Let's be real. Come on, that 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 that, that don't even make no damn sense. And it ain't even if he getting the iPhone, it don't matter. It's a phone. Damn it, it's a phone. You know, what right. I mean? like, it's a but, phone. But it goes back to how he was raised. You know, he was raised with the material things, or what makes you feel important. But like, he was raised with material things. Why was his mama saying that it was hard for her to find a, some food for them to eat? But think about that, Gio. So think about how many people. In society, think about it. They have the Mercedes and the BMWs, but they rent, you know, a studio apartment. It's because I, I know exactly what you're talking it's about. It's the perception. It's the perception of success. It's the perception People of living. Shit out these Teslas and living in apartments. That's I see it. That shit a lot. I That's see that it. a lot. And That's it. I literally be seeing Lamborghinis, all types of cars coming through now. I'm like. I'd be like, nope. I'd be scratching my head like, what the fuck? You live in an apartment, but you got a whole... That's what I'm saying. So it's the perception of living the good life when you don't own property, perhaps you don't have savings and all of the things, but you want to have people believe that you're living a specific lifetime. And that's Lydia. I mean, Lydia lived in an apartment, but buy her some Gucci glasses and all of a sudden she not only changes her, her whole mentality... She changes who she is as a person because what she got a gift. Exactly. A lot of people are like that, right? Yeah. So, um, we go back to Chantel and talking about how she's realizing that perhaps Pedro was pulling a long scam on her because he never wanted to talk about the future, about children, about savings. And you guys know on my show, I say this all the time you have to have those important conversations before you get in a serious relationship. If you get in a serious relationship and you haven't had that conversation or those conversations, then shame on you. If you haven't talked about sex, how important sex is to you? How often do you want to have sex? What does sex look like healthily for you? And that matches with your partner, then you're going to have a problem. If you don't talk about faith or religion, what you believe versus what you don't believe, that's that's going to be a problem. If you don't talk about children, do you want children? Do you not want children? If you want children, how are you going to raise your children? What are they going to believe? What faith or religion are you going to have? Then that's going to be a problem. And then again, it's like, if you don't have these serious conversations, then this is where you're going to have a hiccup. And the hiccup can be six months in the, down the road, six years down the road. If you haven't had the conversation, just like how Gio, uh, Bilal, and Shida are talking about she wants a kid and he doesn't want a kid. But then they went forward and had had got married and then put in a prenup that, oh, by the time I'm 40, I should have a baby. Have a baby. Yeah. But, but in the prenup, they didn't say, okay, so what's the penalty if you don't have a baby? And what's the reward if you don't have a baby? So you put in the prenup and what? So what? You're 40 and then what? He doesn't give you, you a baby. baby. <laughs> and then what? That, that, that what you're going to do is your move. You know what I'm saying? To, like, me, to me, that sounds ridiculous. For you to have to have it in writing means that he doesn't really want to have any more kids with you. And that's important to think about. And I think that there's no relationship, there's no marriage, there's no partnership 
that it's worth compromising something that you're going to eventually end up resenting the other person for. Because at the end of the day, 50% of marriages end up in divorce. And you want to know why that statistic is so high is because you guys are not having the real conversations. If you have the real conversations and you're on the same page and maybe you're married at 35 instead of 25 or 45 instead of 35, at least you are marrying the proper person, not just settling because you think age is important or you think that you're not going to find somebody else or whatever the case may be. You have to have the conversation. And if the other person is dilly-dallying or pussyfooting around or making you sign a prenup saying, oh, you have a baby by such and such age, then you need to really look at that. So we're back in the Dominican Republic. You know, Mean Girl Nicole and Mean Girl Lydia are getting their hair done. They're working on the relationship because, as you know, you know, Lydia and Nicole have a really toxic relationship. And, you know, they keep talking about Pedro and what's happening with Pedro. They call him and, like, hey, listen, you know, you might think that you're losing Chantel one, Pedro zero, because she's got everything. She's got the house, she's got the money, she's got the cat. So like, are you depressed? Is that why? Because it's not over until it's over. And for the simple fact that your mother is speaking to you like that and your mother is acting like it's all about the commodities, it's all about the stuff and not about your mental health and not about your failing marriage says all the things, you guys. It says all the things that I've been saying since the jump where he's coming from a toxic, non-healthy environment and he doesn't know what his priorities are because his mama is the side chick, the ultimate side chick who's always ever been the side chick. So that's all he knows. So they talk to him. He's depressed. He's in the house. He's lying in bed. He's saying he's not depressed. And Nicole is like, you know what? Don't be in the bed. Go ahead and find yourself a big booty girl and be happy. Again, where are your priorities? Look at what you look at what your mom and your sister are teaching you. So your mom and your te- sister are teaching you not only about it's about the material things, but now it's only about the physical things. So no, don't have like a f- true soul connection with someone. Go find yourself a big booty b- girl. Really, really, Nicole, really, Lydia. That's where we're going with it. And so. <clears throat> Lydia tries to blame Mama Karen for the unsuccessful marriage of Chantel and Pedro, which is BS. We get back to the ATL and we find out that Winter's going to move in with Chantel and the mom is staying at the house too, because again, they're supporting their daughter and sister. Um, And they're talking about how, you know, Pedro was acting like a crackhead. He stole the red bottom. He stole jewelry, he stole a router, he stole a vacuum cleaner, he stole her pocketbook, all the things that he just took out of the house, ransacking the house. And again, to me, that's crackish behavior. Like, you're going to go get this stuff so you can pawn it, so you can... Crack rock, crack rock. Hell yeah, smoking that crack rock. (laughs) (laughs) And Chantel's like, I don't get it. You know, I bought him a ton of stuff, designer clothes. And I still see that he wears all of those things. But meanwhile, he gives me a gift and he wants to turn around and steal it back. 
and then tell the audience, the whole international audience, oh, well, I bought it as a Christmas gift. Who does that? So petty, just super petty. So Pedro's driving to the house. He wants to tell Chantel that he filed for divorce like she didn't know and like we all don't know. He gets to the house. Uh, he sees that the whole family is there. He rings the doorbell, realizes that there's a new keypad lock. There's new locks on the door. And he's mad about it. He's like, this is my house. They're trying to put me out of my own house. River answers. And it's like, you know what? What's up? Like, what do you want, dude? And he's like, I want to talk to Chantel. And River's like, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, you have your own place now. It's all, everything's new. Everything's different. You know, you're in your own comfortable space. Chantel's trying to be comfortable herself. So maybe you should just go to your space and be there. And you know, maybe reach out to her and see if she wants to talk to you. And he's like, no, she stole my money. I want to tell her I'm getting divorced from her and I want that money. And River just turns around and says, let me go find out and literally closes the door in Pedro's face. So then Pedro goes around the side of the house and realizes that everyone, her whole family is there. And Karen had the best moment, I want to say, in the longest time in 90 day fiance franchise history knowing that the family chantelle is a spinoff of 90 day fiance she opens up the side window like pedro is a homeless person trying to order food without a car at a fast food joint you ever see that where they're not trying to serve you because you're on foot and you ain't got no car <laughs> You ever seen that? Because I see it all the time. They ain't trying to do well, We're not open at this time. It's 10 p.m. Um, <laughs> you can come back tomorrow at 8.15 a.m. Right, where we can open the door open. and you can walk up to the counter. But what you're not about to do is walk up to the drive. <laughs> what Thank you're you. not about to do. Right. <laughs> so how can I help you? I would like to talk to Chantel. And Karen says, well, um, you should have called before. Do you not have your wife's phone number? And then he tries to say that he couldn't pay the phone plan, but, you know, it's time to move on. And she's like, oh, so it's time to move on and you didn't pay the phone bills. So is that what you're saying? Yes, I'm here to tell her that I'm divorcing her. I filed the paperwork. And Karen remains super calm and says, she's clear that you are divorcing her. You've made that very clear. We are all, as fans, very clear that you're divorcing Chantel. You've made that very clear. None of us have any doubts about it. We just saw you in the previous scene signing the divorce paperwork. So what is it exactly that you're trying to do because in this whole season, Chantel has been trying to sh save the marriage and trying to talk to you and you didn't want to talk to her, but now all of a sudden you ain't got no money. You ain't got no job. And now you were about to lose your job. You to lose your job. <laughs> but now all of a sudden you, you're hard up and pressed to talk to your wife. Stop it. That poor. So, he then goes to say, well, you know, just tell Chantel that I know she'll be happy now. She won't have depression because, you know, she said that I made her life miserable and impossible. And Karen in her convoy said, I've never heard Chantel say that 
she had a miserable life or that it was impossible. I think that, that you are making that up. You are indeed the one that asked for the divorce. So guess what? You're going to have the most fabulous, fabulous divorce ever. You asked for it. So you're going to get it. And when I was like, if that wasn't the best passive aggressive threat that I have ever heard, I don't know what. June, when she said you asked for it, you're about to get it. I was like, that's gangster right there. Yep. That's a mafia. <laughs> mafia <laughs> stuff. Right. That's a mafia word. That's John Gotti. You hear me? That. <laughs> so then he goes on to say that the family Chantel is fake. He doesn't know them. Um, and that they've always been faked and all the progress that they made was fake. And I was like, what would you know about fake? You don't know what a healthy, happy family is because you come from dysfunction. Right? How, so, was, he, how was it fake when he was the one acting fake? He must not part. know how fake that he is. You that see what part. I'm saying? That's weird to me. Don't come off and say people are fake when you're the fakest person on the face of this earth. That part. Don't you fix your lips to utter nothing about nobody fake when your ass been over here faking like you love this girl for seven whole years when your whole purpose was to get some money out of her. You really didn't like, you faked it to act like you was like their family. You faked it to act like you wanted to get cool with real because you knew he was going to whoop your ass. That's the only reason why you faked that. Because uh, uh, him and Rural would have jumped you. I don't care how tough you get. Them boys are tall and big. They'll jump your ass. You're going to have to take up some martial arts boxing or something. You know what I'm saying? But other that's than right. that, you was going to get your ass beat. So that's why you was over there sucking up to them, being cool. So you thought you was going to leave this relationship, this, this marriage, and like, oh, I'm going to divorce you. And that that's was going right. to be it. And it was going to be all cool. The way you divorced her was the most messiest, foul, dumbest shit that a man can do to his wife. You divorced her over something so stupid because she's worried the, about you. Don't, don't you know when a woman is like that though, Linda? Like, where, You know you're a woman yourself. But when y'all be worried about a man, hey, what you doing? Where you at at work? All they want is some good long lane. You go home and lay down that good long lane, they probably gonna hit you for a couple hours. Yeah? Okay, so that we brought that up, here's, here's the thing. I personally think, as a female myself, what we want is, yes, we want the good lang. But, but you want the love, too, and the caring. The stuff love, yeah. the communication, yeah. the partnership, the growth, yeah. the emotion, all of that stuff. Because if it was just about the baby leg, Geo, then I think that it would be okay for, like, the likes of Nick in Six Seeking Sister Wife and his fucking three wives. Who <laughs> ain't got no job. He ain't got no goals. He don't leave the house. He got these three white women who are working to support But they him. love that man, though. They love him. Yeah, but why do they love him, though? What is he bringing to the table, Gio? Like, that's about it. That's it. Like. The baby leg, period. <laughs> he trying to act like he's he's educated show me the books that you wrote show me the writings that you have show me your thesis <laughs> statement show me your undergrad your your phd your md your ms your ma your b show me something show me something that tells me that you're doing something about something because you ain't doing shit exactly that's real that's real as it's gonna get 
So, or some shit working McDonald's. I don't get it with people that don't want to work. Like, go ahead and do an MLM or some fucking something. Do something where I see that you're bringing in a couple of pennies. In the exactly. Month. Work. Shit. Go outside and throw a sign around. Something. Flip make make an lemonade stand. Shit. Something. <laughs> he, he doesn't even cook. He doesn't even drive, Geo. Stop it. But they okay. convinced. <laughs> it's the baby leg. That's it. It's the baby leg. That's it. The baby leg. <laughs> you call it the baby leg. I like that. I'm gonna have to use that. <laughs> I took it from someone else, so feel free. Uh, he was so shocked he expected her to beg her to come back. Um, Stevie says, "Real talk, Geo." Right. Marcus says, "You have to listen. You have to communicate." You have to try. He didn't do any of that. He stuff. didn't do exactly. And that Marcia, you hit it right. That man did not try to do anything to help. That with, part. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he didn't try to do anything to help with being still with until he was just done with her because the reason why, you know, Linda, what I'm saying. He was done with it because he already found somebody else to oh facts you facts. know to get with that's all with that was. i already he, talked about this on my friday's news and gossip i showed you guys a picture of his new girl and i have to tell you guys geo as men when y'all move on to the next woman why is she always less than she but she see I, I ain't ever been in that type of predicament to where i will leave a good woman you know what i'm saying like a good i always you know i ain't gonna talk about me what I'd have been through. I'd have been through some shit. You know what I'm saying? I done done some shit. They done done some shit on me. But it didn't make us perfect. But at the same time, every man ain't good and all women ain't good. So it just, I had to go through life. My mom even told me that. She was like, son, you finally found somebody that's going to be there for you. You know what I'm saying? And I had to hear from her. Because I'm going to hear from my mama first. I'm going to trust what she's going to say. And my father, he's going to rebuttal and say what well, he gonna say? Yeah, son, I'm, you're doing good, son. I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? But then that's when I know I got the right one. Other than that, if one of them disagree with anything, then yeah, I know I, I feel in some way in my own relationship because both my parents can't be mad. You know what I'm saying? Or one of them can't be disappointed in who I'm dating. You know what I'm saying? Like just put it that way. They both better be happy. Shit, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. both better be happy. Yeah, I think it's important to make sure that it's about the happiness, it's about the love first and foremost. Because if you don't have any of that, then, you know, beauty fades, money goes away. And at the end of the day, what are you left with then? Right? So that's that, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. Marsha want to see that picture of uh, the new girlfriend. <laughs> well, Marsha better go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon because that is Patreon exclusives, news and gossip on Sa- I always say Friday, but it's Saturdays now. Uh, we do uh, news and gossip where I bring you all the hot tea that is not out there yet. So all the people who are part of my Patreon. They know a lot of the news and gossip weeks and sometimes months in advance. Yep. Um, so something that you haven't seen about the new girl it's on my Patreon. You can go to the Melanated Way on Patreon. Uh, it's like five bucks a month, and and you can be in the know if you what, want to what be is, in the know. What is a Patreon though? Like, is that on YouTube? No, it's a separate platform, yeah. uh, subscription based. What is and- Patreon? You got to tell me. You got to show me. Text me what Patreon is. I don't even know. What, I, I hear know. people say Patreon, but I really don't know where it's at. 
We can talk. I think I'd be thinking they talking about YouTube the whole entire damn time. No. Like a joint channel thing. Like you know, no. one thing on the channel. I don't know what Patreon is at. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it offline. News and gossip is everything. Yes, it's our best show of the week. We have so much fun. Uh better sit day says yes. Five, five bucks, but I'm gonna sign my ass up to your Patreon. Yes, uh, you, you gotta show me how to download the app or whatever I had to do to get on the page. I got you. I got you, Joe. I got you. Um, Vanessa says sign up and you can see the backstories. Yes, we we have broken news. We do uh so like the latest I will tell you is that we sat down and talked with Danielle from Love and 90 Day Fiance Love in Paradise because we had questions about you know her having a wedding with no officiate. We had questions about, and I don't know if you guys have heard this or not, but questions about Johan and you know him having a restaurant now, him being on, on social media, saying he's bisexual, all the things. So we just did an exclusive with her yesterday. Uh, she answered all the questions. What but again, that, why would that open up? Listen, some stuff is, you know, some stuff is legit and some stuff is not legit. And we need answers, and I try to get all the answers. I'm gonna have to sign over The interviews are fire, Vanessa says. Joe says, okay, I'm definitely coming to Patreon. Better Day says it's so all caps worth it. I'm gonna have to go over there. You gotta show me this one we get off of here. You gotta tell, tell okay. me everything. Yeah. Listen, it's a party. I'm gonna hurry up and spend my five dollars so I can go over here. <laughs> my daddy watch TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I might just come and watch your shit and then recap that. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. We got a lot of stuff going on and we're definitely a family. Uh, We're coming up on our 100th episode. And if you guys remember last year, we had a big party with all the cast members. We're planning something very similar. Uh, So stay tuned. Anyways, that being said, we've taken up so much of your time i know we got off topic but we had a lot of fun all the last geo i love when you come on the show like like crystal said i am obsessed i think you're part of my obsession. i'm obsessed with boozy now with you i feel like that whole like southern i maybe need to move to new orleans or something don't do it or louisiana (laughs) or something where i could just be like hey wait what are you saying who i'm put my city on the map go to shreveport you know what i'm saying go to shreveport yeah, Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Go to Shreveport, Louis. Get you a five dollar daiquiri. But then tell you, you want to boost daiquiri, Kevin Gates daiquiri. I'm gonna get myself a five dollar daiquiri and what? Yeah, hey, you gonna go down there to the Mardi Gras too? We got, we got our Mardi Gras ain't big like going. We gonna go park. down to the Mardi Gras. And my Mardi Gras ain't that big. And what else? <laughs> and you gonna get you some crawfish too? I'm gonna get you me some crawfish. Ten dollars for get you a big ass bag of crawfish, and they always have them going. You know what I'm saying? In the world. And, I'm gonna get me a ten dollar bag of crawfish, and I'll be. Yeah, you get to go to the block parties too. Block party cut down the whole street. They shut down the whole street. Had the the radio station out there. We be doing our thing. We be and yeah, they played it. I ain't mad. I got to see anybody say. Oh wait, you wait. I have to show you something. Wait, you haven't been there yet. Hold on. Y'all, I'm up here. Do the bunny (laughs) hop. I ain't mad. I got my own. Y'all don't look that song up. It's called Bunny Hop. And he'd be like, uh, it's been so long. I've heard that song. Go look it up, y'all. It's called Okay, what song are we singing? The Bunny Hop. How the does it go? Hop. 
It's it's a it's a thing we do in Louisiana. Everybody get together and we do the bunny hop. It's lit. I ain't gonna lie. You be like, that was your hoes in, brother. Hey, you know what I'm saying? hard. What you got in your hand? Hey. <laughs> it's the bunny hop. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bunny hop. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you before we get up off here. Watch, look, bunny hop, bunny hop. Bunny hop dance. Bunny hop song. This by these dudes right here. Yeah, I don't know who they are. Yeah, it, it's a group in Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? That, we got some music. Do the hop, do the dance, do the no, it ain't like that. You gotta be more hip with it. You gotta be like, now oh, you get the drums out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say what they be saying. Do the dance, do the stand, do the hump. Now that's a different song. I know, but I'm making you know, hump it up. Uh huh. Do the hump. Oh, oh. That shit go hard too. Do the hump, Okay, enough of it. All right, you guys have an amazing night. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being here. We love you guys, and we will see you next time. Love, peace, and love. Bye, guys.